what sets us apart can sometimes feel like a burden and it's not and a lot of time it's what makes you great emma stones hello everyone welcome to rewriting her podcast by girl up iwo i am sydney your host and today i have novi brown with me in this episode we are going to talk about being you and I'll be your host for this podcast. And today, we are going to discuss being you. So, again, can you just tell us a typical day in your life? A typical day in my life, I wake up early. I'm an early riser. I have a dog, so I hang out with them. I let the sun touch my skin. I try to stretch. Definitely get my workout on. And then I'm a floater. I've always had a very kind of floaty lifestyle where the day takes me. And I'm not really a good planner, if that makes sense. <laughs> so I just kind of just go with the flow. I see where God pulls me and then I show up. Nice. Um, so for what is your inspiration and why? I have so many inspirations, but definitely I'm working towards the future version of myself, working towards my dreams and the visions that I was gifted. I'm working towards having beautiful experiences and meeting amazing people and talking to people. I just want to be a part of the world. You know, I don't want to hide. I want to be active. So inspiration to me is just taking a risk, being a part of life, you know, feeling it out and connecting with people around you. Nice. What what does it mean to be you? I'm sorry, can you say it one more time? Sure. What does it mean to be you or what does being you mean? Being me is so many different things. I mean, I think it's an evolution, so many transformations, but being me is showing up for my emotions, showing up for my mind, showing up for my heart, making sure that I'm tapping into where I'm at right now and not ignoring everything because I'm just trying to, you know, work, 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 work. Being you is actually being and not doing. Um, somebody said yesterday that humans are so used to doing and we're not used to being. And so I just really want to be present and, you know, really utilize my experiences, the way that I live my life and just share it with people. And because sharing is caring. You know, if you tell people, uh, if you tell somebody something, it could really help change their life or change how they operate and get them to a better space. So that's what being is just by being present, being aware, and then sharing what you've learned. Nice. And what does it mean to be a beauty enthusiast? Oh, a beauty enthusiast. Health is wealth, baby. You got to work that from the inside out, you know, <laughs> that you got to work on your spirit. You, self-care is tantamount. Go get your facial. Go get your manicure. Go go live luxuriously because taking care of yourself shouldn't actually be seen as a luxury, to be honest. It should just be a normal thing, right? Um, but taking care of the vessel that you were gifted, that's what self-care, self-love looks like. So go ahead, get that massage. You know what I'm saying? Eat that good meal and enjoy yourself. Yes. And um, I'm loving your accent. Which part of America are you from? I live in Los Angeles now. Thank you, by the way. I was born in Germany, so German is my first language. And then I learned English. Uh, my mom's from New York, so I, I feel like I got a little... If, if any other Americans, they would probably be like, yeah, you sound like you're from the East Coast. So, 
<laughs> can, can, can we ask you to say something in German for us? Na klar, hallo, wie geht's euch alle? Danke, dass ihr Sisters anschauen und dass ich hier bin. Hallo. <laughs> wow, love it. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. And so let's talk being a natural hair activist. How did that come about? Man, my hair journey is very interesting. Like I'm sure a lot of us <laughs> have an interesting hair journey, but long story short, I had, you know, been straightening my hair for a while and I wanted something different and I cut my hair, but it was cut too short, if that makes sense. So I had to basically, I basically got an accidental, but not accidental big chop. And so then that big chop, basically I saw my curls and my curl pattern and I said, okay, I'm not going to put any more, you know, creamy crack in it. So let me go ahead and just let my curls rock. And I let my curls rock and I started booking. I booked my first things just like that. And I said, oh my God, is, you know, am I supposed to be natural? Am I supposed to be just looking like me instead of trying to do so many other things? And there's nothing wrong with having wigs and taking care of your hair underneath, you know, because everybody has different needs when it comes to their hair. But for me personally, it, I got a better result when I was more authentically myself. Yes. And... Why must females love their hair? Because it's a big part of who you are. I mean, some people believe the hair is spiritual, you know, like the tentacles <laughs> to the spirit world. So taking care of your hair from head to toe is just really important. I went to school for massage therapy, and there's a lot of things on the body that we don't actually pay attention to. Our feet, you know, we use them every day, and we don't get massages. Our head, our brains, we're using them all day long. And nobody's paying attention to them. So it's really making sure that, you know, you get to know your hair texture. You get to see how it transforms, you know, because your hair is going to be different as you age when you move to a different state, a different country. So it's just a really great tool for you to have time for with yourself. Look yourself in the mirror, right? Braid your hair for seven hours, right? <laughs> like the whole thing, because you're really getting to know yourself. So I really use it as a great healing tool, self-care tool, and, and a time to just really be creative. Nice, yes. And how did your venture in acting, how did that come about? My mother put me in a lot of activities as a kid, so she's always kept me active and interested in a lot of things. And I, you know, I did piano, and acting when I was a kid, all that kind of stuff, but I never stuck to anything. I was always <laughs> all over the place. And... <laughs> Finally, um, I, around 17, I said, you know what? I, I'm going to do this acting thing. Like, I'm going to do it. Like, everybody keeps telling me I should talk. I should talk to people. You know, I should be out there. People used to say, oh, you like the Oprah or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, okay. You know, so I said, let me try it out. And that's when I tried it. And 13 years later, okay, 13 plus years, damn near. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got a role on TV. It was really hard. It was really difficult, but it's really worth it. Because once you put your mind to whatever your own personal goal is, and once you achieve something like that, you really can see, like, damn, I put that work in, you know? And for me, it's very important to have representation in a way that's more authentic, you know? Um, seeing a regular Black girl is just really important, you know? <laughs> Not, nothing more than that. Seeing a girl with braids and, and, and Afro and, and darker skin, things like that. I just need to see more of that. So I, I wanted to step in position and be that representation for um, a lot of people out there. And not saying that you have to be like me or act like me or look like me, but just understanding, oh, there's a version of me like that out there. Okay, it's cool to be me. Yes, it is. It's cool to be you. Yes. 
you know? Yes, and you said that there were a lot of difficulties. Yeah. Did this stem from you being a female in the industry? Oh, for sure. There's difficulties in all kinds of things. I mean, there's racism, colorism, sexism, right? Like, all the isms are there. Um, <laughs> I really feel like especially being an actor of color is probably the hardest thing to do and then being a female actor of color is just like really rare right that's why they call it black girl magic but I really wanted to challenge myself and I knew none of those things were going to stop me because I know God gave me a specific vision and I had to break through those illusions I had to break through those deceptions and those lies that other humans try to create you know because you can't stop what you got what I got going on for me my skin color my voice my hair is not going to stop me from being successful or doing what I want to do in life that's an illusion that's a lie really work through that with God you know what I'm saying and I think that's why God gave me one of the hardest challenges but I still did it you know because it's at the end of the day you can make all the excuses you want and I did that too for a very long time but there's 8 billion people out here. There's 8 billion realities. You know, you can pick which corner of the world that you want to create in. So I just highly encourage that. There's no obstacle but your mind, you know? Yes. And where does your creativity stem from? From my love of travel, love of conversation. My creativity stems from just being a human and wanting to actually explore life. You know, I'm, I'm a participant in life. The only reason why I'm an actor or I can even become an actor is because I'm actually active. You know, I'm, I'm out with friends and I'm learning with family and I've dated and I'm in a relationship and I've had a dog that passed away. And so when you see these tears and all this other stuff and the laughter and the joy and the confusion and the anger, those are real emotions because I felt all of them. I allow myself to actually be, <laughs> you know, like you're saying, I actually allow myself to experience what life is. And so I really feel like that makes you a really well-rounded actor. And then, of course, knowing the technolo technological side of it, right? Understanding cameras, understanding um, lighting, understanding editing, and all those other things. And that's the technical side. That's where the skill comes in. But the natural talent, I think, comes from observing people and being active in life. Nice. And how, how does the process of getting into character work? Oh, it's different for everybody. For me, I just, I read the pages and I just get a lot of inspiration and I just slip into it really quick. But I, I was an avid reader as a kid, so I had a big imagination. I always had teachers who would read aloud to us and in different voices and stuff like that. So me slipping into another world or slipping into another character is really not hard. I just have to trust my instincts. I don't try to control it too much because people are not controlling who they are, if that makes sense. You know, they are just being who they are. So, and if I listen to the words, how it's written, if I'm listening to the feedback, if I, if I know my objective and goal in the scene, okay, what's my objective and goal? My objective is to be loved in the scene. My objective is to be heard, but not in the way Novi would want to be heard. You know, this person is going to approach it in this way. All right, boom. You know, and then I follow that kind of energy. Yes. Yes, that's really cool. And how has your time spent on the scene of sisters helped you develop as a person? So much, so much. I mean, there's, oh my God, I have so many things to say about being on the show, <laughs> but it's just trusting teamwork, you know, is so important. We move so fast. We don't have time to second guess ourselves. So it's like, trust is the biggest thing. Just trust because it's, you know, a situation where I don't get to do this scene eight times. 
right? Like, I don't get to do that. I did one time. So we really have to make sure that we got each other's backs. And that's what I love about this experience and really realizing that we're all professionals, you know, we really know how to get things done. And well, once we rely on our instincts and we get over our own individual fears, right? Because as an actor, you always get nervous. You're like, oh my God, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up a lot. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But it's just like, no, we kind of go into, you know, uh, like, like Olympic mode. And we're just like, no, we got to get it done. So I love it because it makes me not question anything and it just makes me go into the situation and say nope this is what you got deliver it give it your all yeah and other than sisters have you acted in any other films or movies or any production yeah i've been in a bunch of plays i've been in short films i did a lot of commercial work a lot of stuff but you can go on like you can imdb me i have a movie that will come on amazon in about like a year or so like that so I'm always working on something. I'm always writing as well. Because writing is key to getting a good thing done in your career. So you can always write yourself a character. <laughs> yeah. And has your time spent with Mr. Tyler Perry added value to you in any way? Absolutely. He's just basically made me dream bigger. I already had big dreams, but being around Tyler is just like, okay, <laughs> you might want to think about that again. You know what I'm saying? It's like, when you see what he's built, you're just like, hold on, I gotta, I gotta reimagine what I've done. So I love that he's made me reimagine where I want to go with my career. He challenges us, he respects us, he makes us work hard, you know, but he, work, he works smart. <laughs> he is a Virgo after all. So he works very smart and he knows, he knows the business inside out and he's a believer in God. We pray before, you know, every time we go on, we always pray every time before we even get the day started. So it's just like, that's the kind of environment that we go in. And then, you know, I get to have the rest of the year off to go create and do more things. So I really love it there. Yeah. And um, you said that you faced difficulties as a female of color, right? How have, What have you done to overcome some of those difficulties? I mean, it's always going to be a thing because people, I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. There's this weird, uh, you know, obsession with women of color, black women, right? Like people, they mimic us, they dress like us, they talk like us, but then they don't, they don't want to pay us our worth. They don't want to give us the bigger films, like weird things like that. It's such a juxtaposition, such a love-hate relationship, you know? Um, a lot of times they don't think that we can bring in money, and that's just not true. You saw that in Black Panthers, like the highest gro grossing movie, and it was like one white person in there, you know? So it's just like, what are y'all talking about? And um, But I'm grateful that I'm part of that bridge of, you know, self-worth, of building self-worth and self-esteem back into the community and realizing that we have a powerful world voice and we're very impactful, you know. I know how impactful I am and I know my, my um, impact will be in a positive way through the roles that are chosen that I will be doing throughout my life. So I'm just going to, you know, play it the way that it is. Uh, Cicely Tyson did it. Rest Cicely Tyson did so many things. And even her situation was much more difficult than the situation I'm in. You know, so it, even back then it was blatant racism. I mean, it's blatant racism now, but it was a different kind of racism then, you know? And there weren't as many roles. There weren't as many opportunities, as many agents, as many managers, you know, as much content. There just wasn't even as much content out. So if she can do it, if, if you know, if 
Dorothy Dandridge can do it, if Josephine Baker can do it, I can do it. Period. You know, they they had it way more difficult than I did. So, yes, I still have my own challenges. Absolutely. And I acknowledge those. But please, my ancestors, they didn't they didn't broke the door down. I could walk on in. You feel me? And I might yeah. like I might get little splinters in my feet because you know yeah, I might be a little I might hurt my feet a little bit, but it's okay because they broke the door down. So I'm gonna get up in there and I'm gonna clean all that up and I'm gonna put a new door on with a with a nice lo- with a nice easy way to open it so the other women can just walk through. We don't have to break that thing down anymore, you know. Yes, I love I love that I love that. And um, how how did you get the opportunity to? to act on sisters was it that your agent called and said listen Novi you need to audition for this how did that come about yeah I, it was my manager Matilda from Fictious who got me the audition and we have been working together for about a year and yeah she, I was on a vacation <laughs> and she's like audition for this I said okay I'm auditioning <laughs> you know because you're auditioning all the time I have been auditioning for freaking over 10 years and I still haven't get so sometimes you get exhausted you're just like nobody's saying yes to me nobody's doing anything so I'm like damn I'm on vacation but it was the best thing to do I was like let me just do this audition anyway sent it in and um God was like here you go <laughs> yeah it's crazy and- and what what was like your main emotion after getting that confirmation that yes you you got true Novi? Well, the thing is, I auditioned for it. I went to the callback, and then I didn't hear anything for a month and a half. I thought I didn't get the job. You know, I auditioned for Karen, so I was like, oh, I didn't get it. So I moved on. I was I said, okay, it's whatever. At least I, they brought me out for a callback. That means I impressed them. They'll call me for something else. You know, that's kind of how it works. So yeah, I said it's cool. I got the call literally a week before they started production for Sabrina. I, you know, I got a call back, another call back on Friday. I auditioned on Monday. I got a contract on Wednesday. I flew it on Thursday and I was filming on Monday. It was wow. like, that was, that was the, you know, I, I was filming and I went from never being on TV to being on a full TV show, to being a series regular, to being in every single episode. So it was, it's like, it's like, yo, <laughs> so crazy. When you think about, you know, about that kind of stuff, because you're just like, what? So I didn't have time. I think all the the 13 plus years of auditioning were my prep time, if that makes sense, you know? And then when I finally got the role, it was like, no, now is go time. Just make it happen. Yeah. And you did make it happen. Nice. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So what has been the most significant barrier in your career? Uh, the most significant barrier is myself, myself, my self-discipline, uh, my mind state. You know, it's me and my strategy. It's it's always me. It's always going to come back to me because I can find another way. Until I've exhausted every single option, I cannot give up. You know what I'm saying? Until I've found, until I looked, there's a house. Okay, I can't get in the door. Let me try the chimney. I can't do the chimney. Let me try the attic. I can't do the attic. Let me try the second floor window. Like until I try every single thing. It's always going to come back to me. It's reliant on me. You know, um, it's about my perseverance, my mindset. If I find a blockage, if I find frustration, I cry it out. I talk to somebody. I call somebody. Right. I get through that block. I'm not going to keep that in my heart. If I feel frustrated, I'm going to talk about something. But then I know that I'm, I have to talk about it. Now I have to come back and I have to redirect my mind to see it differently so I can see the way in. You know, it's so easy to talk about being stuck. But after that, you got to actually 
change your mind about what being stuck looks like or what it means. No. <laughs> okay. No problem. So yeah, I was saying that May is the month for mental health awareness. Has there been any challenges throughout your career that have challenged your mental health? And um, if so, what did you do to overcome it? I mean, mental health is just, it's its the pillar of who you are anyway. So is it something you should be working on constantly? I got a therapist, you know, because you got to be able to talk to somebody and have somebody give you tools on how to navigate certain areas of your life. I don't know, have all the answers. I'm young. I don't know everything. I haven't experienced everything, you know, so that's why you need your elders, mentors, and guides. Um, but nothing in the industry is giving me any mental health issues. I know what, what it is, you know, is, and every industry has its challenges. And like I said, sexism, racism, colorism, all those things are a part of every single industry. You can't get away from it. So, you know, just really understanding that, okay, how do I have to move in this situation? When do I um, push forward? When do I pull back? You know, um, and how does this affecting me and myself, my ideas around self-worth, you know, and that's all, but I feel worthy. And when I don't feel worthy, or if I, my worthiness feels like it's dipping, then I'm going to make sure that I'm addressing that, you know, that I, that I know that, oh, well, that's me. I have to continue cultivating that within myself. Nobody defines what I do. I'm an artist, you know, an art, and as an artist, I just put out art. Whether you like it or not, that's not my, that's not my jam, right? It's not my business if you like it or not. So that my job is to just do that and put it out into the world and let other people deal deal with it and inter interact with it and all those other things. So I never put too much of my um, energy in what other people want from me because you can't base your worthiness off of fluctuating ideas, needs, and desires. So that's something that you, but you can't be aware of that until you actually speak to people. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. definitely I feel like therapy is in counseling, um, talking, conversating, getting your ideas out. Nothing sounds stupid, you know? Nothing sounds dumb. Just say how you feel about the situation so you can really see where you're at. Um, and, and know it's progressive. One of my favorite stories, I think, is Big Sean. When he got his big break, he got a life coach, you know? So my, men, my therapist, she's a therapist and she's a life coach in one. So she'll help you not only get under, discover what's going on, but she'll help you push through it and integrate and get to the next level so you can actually be better in your daily life. So, yeah, get teachers, y'all. It's good to have a teacher. Yes. And what's the biggest factor that helped you to be successful? So much has helped me to be successful. Support and love from my mother. Um, and you only really need it from one person, to be honest. And... You know, just realizing that I have something valid to say and staying focused on that, you know, staying focused that my voice matters, my voice matters, my voice matters. And I get to continue, you know, being here or else I wouldn't be alive if my voice didn't matter, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. I wouldn't be here. So it's just keeping those things in mind and saying um, that there's a plan and there is there is a there's a purpose to what you're doing. And just keep going for that purpose. And it will unfold. You don't need to know all the answers to it, but it will unfold if you allow it. 
Yeah. And you keep mentioning your mother. Did you grow up in a single parent home, Nopi? Um, uh, basically, yeah. 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 And, and has that affected you in any way or has that motivated you in any way? All the ways, of course. It affects, you know, your mind state. It affects how you interact with the world. But my mother is, um, she's such a giving and loving person that I really learned to be nomadic and open and travel the world and, you know, talk to people through her. And that family is what you make it, you know? Family's not bloodline. Family's who you want it to be. Yeah. And what is your biggest fear, Novi? Whether it be in the industry or out, and what do you do to, you know, overcome this fear? I don't have any fears. Oh, I like fears. I do not have any fears because I'm doing one of the the I'm you know, like just being just being us is already like wild. So yeah. there's that, and then you know I I enjoy the ride though. I enjoy the ride. Yeah. yeah. Um. When you're when you began your career, did you ever imagine that I would be here today? That you would be here today, Nopi? I didn't know how it would come together, but I knew, if that made sense. You know, like, I was like, it's going to happen. I just don't know how. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know when. Definitely, I did not know when, okay? <laughs> but I knew it was going to come together somehow, some way. I just didn't realize at this capacity, right? Like, the show and then Tyler Perry and then being the first to go back during quarantine and doing, like, all these pioneering things, these big crazy things being all over the world, you know, didn't, didn't realize it was going to be like that. I thought I was going to get a little cute situation, you know, <laughs> mom, I got a job. I'm good. I didn't know it was going to be like massive this way, but yes, I was very confident that I was going to accomplish my goals because God gave me too many insights, too much, um, feedback. You know, when you're, when you get messages from somebody, let's say you're, you're a good singer. People are like, oh, my God, you have such a beautiful voice. Oh, wow, you sing. And you've been hearing that your whole life. And you you had it in your heart and soul to be a singer or to be a songwriter or just to be in the music industry. You better go for that, you know, because that's, that's God's angels talking to you, reinforcing you, directing you, giving you, uh, acknowledging you, acknowledging your gifts. And people kept acknowledging my gift, even though I was not getting where I wanted to get at the time. And it was really hard to go through thousands and thousands and thousands of auditions with no's, Okay. But I was getting callbacks. I was getting good feedback. I was getting you're talented. So it's not it's not that it, I just had to keep believing that. I had to be, keep believing that. I said, it's okay. One person is going to do it. One person. Just, me and my mom would always say, it just takes one person to believe in you. It takes one person. And look at my person. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm very blessed. Yeah. And you said it has been massive, right? So how do you deal with the flooded emails, the constant photographers, these little in-between um, things that you give your time to, and acting. How do you manage all of these things? Honestly, I don't know yet because we've been in quarantine. And so it's just been really different. I haven't had really, a, I've like people recognize me on the street and stuff like that, but they're nice to me. You know, they just be like, oh, girl, I like your show. I'll be like, oh, thank you. Have a nice one. Thanks for watching. You know, like it's just real chill. But I don't, I honestly, this is going to be very interesting because I don't know what my life, what my life is like in, in when we get back. You know what I'm saying? So I'll, you'll have to ask me that the next interview. <laughs> Yeah, and has quarantine helped you in any way? I know some people say 
you know, it has been tiring, it has been frustrating for them, but has it helped you? Yeah, of course. It's a, it, even if you don't want to do it, it's still helpful, you know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Being still, sitting in, in stillness, you know, growing relationships in my life, letting go of relationships in my life, getting clarity, being protected, you know, diving into my spirituality and just keep it, it, there's so many there were so many there's so much behind it and i and I, and i know there was a lot of pain behind it too you know and i hope there's a lot of healing behind it too that's just how i feel yeah and do you think women in your profession have a hard time getting promoted you said women in my profession yes of course <laughs> of course women anywhere you know but that's just that's that's men they got to get out their own way if they really about this money, then they would put a good woman on their team, you know? Like, it's, yeah. just, it's just the way it is. You, There's no reason. God would not make man and woman for no reason. Yin and yang. Masculine and feminine energy. It goes together. Women see things that men can never see. And also, women are the number one buyers in the industry. We we buy things. We're, we move. We shake, you know? If we say we yeah. like that makeup palette, it's getting bought. So... You know, it's just it just takes humbling, though, on the male counterpart to realize that the woman is much more useful than just of the flesh. Right. We have so much to give emotionally, spiritually, mentally and intellectually wise and educationally. You know, women are so multifaceted. I mean, we give birth to freaking human beings. That should tell you enough that women are (laughs) that women should be on the team. But again, people have to get out their own way. They have to humble themselves. Um to really realize that you know but well we are alive in the time when more women will be ceos stepping into leadership positions you know and really taking taking life by the reins yeah and Novi, if you had all the tools and funding possible what would you do to help empower women and women of color oh man i re- i'm working on that right now I can't, I can't tell you what it is, but I'm working on it right now. Yes, yeah, so we would be waiting. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> so um, what can we expect from Novi Brown in the upcoming year? Except uh, the, the project that you are working on, what else can we expect? You know, expect a lot of surprises. I don't know what God got for me, to be honest. So I don't know what to expect. I'm just keeping it open. You guys can follow me on my social medias. If you guys like astrology, I talk about that over there. Um, so you can really get in tune with your own energy and make life and manifest it into what you want it to be. Yeah, and astrology, can you explain that for our listeners just a little? Absolutely. Astrology is essentially the study of the stars, the energy that they give the earth and how it affects us in our daily lives. And some that's just simple science. It's something that's been in the tombs of our ancestors for thousands and thousands of years. It's not a new study. It's just something that people are getting interested in. But it was a spiritual tool that I used to really help me and guide me and my energy in the right way so I don't make the same mistakes over and over again. And it also makes people feel seen and that God has a very specific plan for them. So I, I just love it. It's a great tool. It's a fun way to connect with people. And yeah, you just kind of wonder about the intricacies and the mysteries of life when you get into astrology. I highly recommend you guys check it out. Yeah, definitely going to check it out. And Novi, we are coming to the end and I'm sad because this was a wonderful conversation. So we are down to two more questions, Novi. Yes, ma'am. So 
So if me being a listener of this podcast, uh, after finish listening to it, and I tell myself, um, Sydney, I think acting is what you want to pursue. How do I now get in- into that industry? How do I, what's the step I should take if I think that acting is for me? So if you think acting is for you, I would do research first. Watch shows and movies that you really like and write down, okay, I can see myself on this show. I can see myself in this movie. Also look at the directors, the producers, and the casting directors of that those pieces of content. Write those names down because those are the people you want to target. Next step, you're going to go get headshots, pictures of yourself. This shouldn't be really hard. Everybody has a camera. Keep it simple. Make sure you wear colors that complement your skin. Then the third part is you go to class, okay? And if you can't do class, you sit outside and you watch people on a bench because that's the same thing as a class. You could take body movement. You could start walking like people, listening to accents. Just practice, 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 practice. You could do this by getting plays or, you know, recreating a sister's episode with your friend. Any practice is practice. It doesn't matter what you do. The fourth thing is you go out and, you know, you get on actorsaccess.com, which is a casting website. And I don't know where it is for everybody internationally, but that's definitely one we use here in America. So you go on there and you see some stuff or you can go to your local colleges and see if they're, you know, and your film students are around there. So those are just some of the ways that you guys can get started on your acting journey. Yeah, nice. And our last question is, Nofi, what advice would you give to the next generation? Be unapologetically you. (laughs) And don't wait (laughs) to do it. Don't wait until you're old. Just do it now. Yeah. Right. I love that. Um, So, Nofi, Nofi Brown, thank you so much for allowing us into your space. And thank you so much for being a part of our podcast and being a part of what we stand for at Build Up IWO. So again, we would like to thank you and we really appreciate this conversation. Yes. Thank you so much. And remember guys, be you. Yeah. And Novi, before you leave, how can persons reach out to you, your social media handles? My social media on Instagram and Twitter. I'm most active at I am Novi Brown. Yeah. So nice. So I am Novi Brown. Yes. So thank you again, Novi, and do enjoy the rest of your day. You too, ma'am. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you liked our episode today, please share it with others and post on all our social media platforms. We post our podcast bi-weekly on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Beaker, Radio Public. To know more about Girl Up IWO, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Bye.